Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and because my passion is to help you as dads become heroes, it's my joy every week to bring you relevant topics that support that goal, especially when it comes to the dad-daughter relationship. Well, before we begin, I love to review the template that I use every week, On Your Mark, Get Set, Go. So I invite you to envision yourselves as dads standing side by side, getting ready to run your fathering race this week, and I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on saying, go this way, go that way, try this, be aware of that, right? Offense, defense. And I'm over here saying, dads, I believe in you, and so I'm going to give you something today that you can put in your fathering toolbox that equips you and strengthens you in that role. So on your mark is the topic or the theme each week. Get set. I give you stories and stats to fill that in so that you really understand it with depth. And then go is always your action-oriented goal that you can put into action this week so that you can be the dad you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. And like dads always tell me, this applies to my sons too. Or even this week I had dads tell me, this is actually coming in handy with my wife or with my girlfriend. And I'm like, exactly, because you are internalizing the things that you're learning, and it's coming out in all of your relationships in a better way that makes you the man, the dad, the husband that you want to be. So on your mark today, the title is Healing Hurts, Healing Hearts. Got that? Healing Hurts, Healing Hearts. So now let me fill that in and tell you what I mean by that. So a friend recently told me something that he believes to be true about most men. He said that rather than risk being viewed as incompetent, Men tend to cover up their insecurities by acting like they know things, even when they don't. Okay, I'm just, I'm not coming against you dads with that one. This is a a friend of mine actually said that to me. I thought, okay, that carries some weight and it lines up with what men have told me. Because you've all heard me say in my last eight years of traveling from my planet of Venus to yours of Mars, I have discovered that men would rather do nothing then do it wrong. So this whole idea of men not wanting to be seen as incompetent lines up with that. So as I ponder this whole idea of there being a default in most men that keeps them from admitting incompetence or weakness, this raises a couple of questions for me as one who is deeply longing and invested in seeing healing take place between dads and daughters. So if what my friend said is true, Here are two questions that come to my mind. Number one, what would it take for men to be willing to step in and learn new things that they inherently don't know? Okay, because let's be honest, none of us inherently know everything about everything, right? So that's my question. What would it take for men to be willing to step in and learn new things that they inherently don't know? Number two, What would it take for you as a father to be willing to learn new ways to more effectively reach your daughter's heart, especially when it includes the challenge of listening to her hurts, especially when those hurts are from you? Well, Dad, whether or not you have a great relationship with your daughter right now, I believe that you want peace and harmony with her, right? And I believe that you want to mend the brokenness that may exist between you. Yet if you're like many of the dads that I've had the privilege of interacting with, you may not always quite know how to go about making that happen. I can honestly tell you that I get more emails from dads who are estranged from their daughters than I do anything else, honestly. I mean, even this past week, I've had conversations with two dads 
who have adult daughters that they're estranged from, and both of them have said to me, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to fix it. Both of them are leaders of organizations, so they obviously have competency in building up and maintaining relationships, right, with large groups of people. But when it comes to the intimate relationship between them and their daughter, they're a bit stuck and are courageously willing to ask for help, which I totally admire. But for many dads like these two men, when it comes to resolving issues with daughters, right, it's not just what do I do to fix it? It's I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do with my own anxiety. One of them saying I'm waking up at night. I'm full of anxiety. So again, that's hard for a lot of men to admit and then even more hard to ask for help. But this is where the incompetent feelings, right, that my friend referred to begins to set in for a lot of you men. So then rather than face that sense of failure or maybe overwhelm, you would rather back off and just not do anything about it. And I'm saying, dads, you can't do that. If you want to heal her hurt and heal her heart, you have to step into this proactively. And I want to give you four ways today that you can do just that. Because today I want to talk with you fathers about how you can move from being stuck to moving forward in resolving conflict with your daughters, especially when the conflict involves you. So first, I want to encourage you by saying that in the last eight years that I've been leading groups for dads of daughters in the ABBA Project, I've seen a lot of different stories play out in a lot of different ways. I've seen dads who have what I would call bombed out bridges with their daughters. They've been angry over the lost time, perhaps, or they're exhausted, or they're frustrated with where their daughter is at and making stupid choices, they may call them. But yet, dad after dad, when he stays the course and doesn't give up and his heart stays in an open way towards her, there's there's miracle stories all the time that I also get to hear. So I'm saying don't give up if you're a dad that is in that place with your daughter. Like I said, I've seen miracles happen when a dad chooses to humble himself, to stoop down and listen to his daughter's story of pain, her story of hurt, which means listening to the whole story especially if it's involving you. Without defensiveness, there's a key word, without defensiveness, your daughter will be able to tell if you really care about her hurt or whether you care more about being right. So if you don't have time today to listen to this entire show and you're in a rough place with your daughter, start with this, Dad. It's a three-word directive that I want to give you today. Listen with humility. We know that in 1 Peter 5, 6, God himself says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God so that he may exalt you in due season. And like my former pastor, Ron Mel, used to say, we are commanded to humble ourselves. And if we don't do it, God will do it for us. And he would add, you don't want to do it that way. So humble yourself under God's mighty hand. I love that directive. We can choose humility. We can choose a humble stance. So if you're a dad who believes that you are in the right and your daughter is completely in the wrong, it's not going to be productive, restorative, or healing if you approach her with that attitude or you come positioned in a defensive or accusatory posture to have her realize where she's wrong. That's not going to work to heal hurts or heal hearts. But if you really seek to be a representative of God as a father here on earth with your daughter, you'll need him to help you care more about seeing her heart hurts mended so there can be healing in her life and your own 
than wanting to make sure your daughter hears your side of the story or hears that she's wrong and you're right. So the truth is that we girls, as women, as daughters, we do best when we live in harmony in our relationships. I know you do too. But let me say that this way. When we're stuck in our pain due to injury from our dads, and I'm talking about us as women, we are more vulnerable to making unwise choices in order to numb that pain. So dads, our conversation today has far-reaching effects beyond the relationship between the two of you and will positively impact your daughter's mental health, emotional health, physical health, and spiritual health, as well as yours. And I'm hopeful that this information will mobilize you to action to do whatever it takes to heal your daughter's hurts from you so that she can live from a healed place with a healed heart. Well, you know that I'm always wanting to cheer you on, as I said earlier, from the sidelines, giving you practical ways to put your love for your daughter into action. So today, I'm giving you four practical suggestions, and they're going to follow the grid that I just gave you, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. So as you listen today, choose one of them that you will focus on this week as your go step. A lot of times at the end, I give you a specific idea that you can put into action, But today, as you listen, I would encourage you to say, which one of these is an area that I need to put on the front burner and make my goal this week as a practical focus of how I can engage my daughter's heart? Even if there aren't heart hurts that you're trying to heal, it still is a good model to say, where do I need to dial in this week? So here goes. If you want to be a dad who heals your daughter's hurt and heals your daughter's heart, start with one Physical space. That's what I'm calling it. Physical space. Go to where your daughter is, and I'm talking about face-to-face if possible, which is awesome that we have a remote world now where you can do that from distance as well as close up. So go to where your daughter is with a readiness to listen, not defend your position. Here's how my friend Brent says it as a dad to two daughters. He says, the physical space and the relationship between me and my girls is important. If possible, I try to walk into her bedroom, which he calls her turf, and I try to place myself physically in a lower position than she is. He said, it might sound strange, but if my daughter is sitting on her bed, I intentionally sit on the floor so she is looking down at me. I am taller than both of my girls, and I never want to be in a conversation where I am looking down at her. I find if I sit down on the floor, lean back and cross my legs, The non-threatening posture says to her, I want to have a two-way conversation with you instead of, I am here to tell you what to do. Isn't that awesome? I absolutely love that he's thinking like that as a dad because he's saying physical space and how I enter her physical space has a lot to do with the outcome of a conversation. Let me tell you about a conversation I had with a girl a couple weeks ago. I'll, I'll call her Claire again, to keep confidentiality. And she was literally sobbing as she was telling me that her dad is always gone with work. Now, we all know that teenage girls exaggerate, you know, so the always or never thing can come in there. But in this case, I really know she's speaking the truth because her dad has a high power job. He's gone a lot. But to hear her speak with sobbing and just her heart pain was so evident as she talked about the huge void in her life with dad not being available or literally spending time, face-to-face time with her in her physical space. 
And I suggested that she write a letter to her dad. I'm like, tell him, let him know you long for time with him before you graduate from high school. Let him know that he matters to you. Maybe he doesn't know. And she just looked at me and said, I can't do that, which let me know the foundation is not in place for her to feel safe enough to disclose her pain to her dad. And I'm guessing her dad may not even know that she wants a relationship with him. Maybe he's so dialed into his job and gone so much, that isn't the quadrant of his brain that he's dialed into. And I would imagine that if Claire would move toward her dad and share her hurts, he may then have something to work with. And maybe that's your daughter. Maybe you're going, ah, we're good. We're good. You know, I get the time I get with her. Why don't you ask her? Ask her on a scale of zero to 10, with 10 being the most, zero being nothing, how close would you say we are? Let her do it on a scale of zero to 10 and then say, would you like it to be different? Dads, I promise you, I'm your ally, your encourager, your supporter. And if you're in a place where your daughter doesn't feel safe to talk with you about her heart hurts, it begins with pacing with her and finding a way in physical space, time and space, I guess I would call it, that you are finding a way to connect with her. You need to take the first step. And I would encourage you to own your part first. So if you're coming by saying, here's what you need to do different, that's not the first line of defense. It's got to start with you again. What's the word of this whole show today? Humility. When you own what you are aware of that you've done wrong, you've been harsh perhaps, or you've been distracted or been busy, that right there, that's why I'm starting with this one in physical space to say, that will set a foundation for her to say, wow, my dad isn't coming in anger. He's not coming with demands. He's coming softly, gently. Humility is leading the way. And then she will respond in like kind. I know it will happen that way. Before leaving this topic of physical space, I just want to mention one more thing. You may have listened to a recent show by my friend Armin Asadi, and he, he called it casting a vision for fathering, something he had never thought about doing until we prepared for this show. And he said, I have completely changed my game since doing this soul searching where I now do not leave my home in the morning without physically being present with my girls. They're both little under the age of three. I'm kissing them. I'm letting them see daddy's face. And I'm like, wow. He said, it's wrecking havoc on my job. My productivity is being negatively impacted by this choice, but I don't want to do it any other way because I want them to know that they're more important to me than some of my other endeavors. I love that. Okay, so number one, physical space. If you want to take a proactive stance in reaching your daughter's heart in order to heal her hurt, find a way to enter her physical space in a safe way for her. Number two, emotional space. I define that as being willing to sit with your daughter through her emotional responses without criticism, disgust, impatience, or anger. So here's the deal. I contacted some women and said, do you have stories of how your dad emotionally ever entered your space to make amends, to say he was sorry, to own his stuff, and what impact did that have on you? You guys, I struggled to find women that had stories of this. That is a concern, isn't it? That's telling me that many dads are not choosing a stance of humility to say, I'm coming and admitting that I've hurt you. I'm admitting that I had a response that wasn't either how I wanted to live or who I wanted to live like or who I wanted to be or who God wanted me to be. And I ask your forgiveness first. I ask your forgiveness first. But 
I did find a couple stories that I know that you will love and that will, I believe, inspire you as dads. Listen to this one. I talked with one woman, a friend of mine who's almost 50 years old, and her whole face lit up when she said, oh, my dad often came and said, I'm sorry for that. Will you forgive me? I'm like, really? That is so cool to hear because that's a different generation. Your dad is 80 now. Wow, that's so awesome to hear that your dad was willing to come and humble himself before you. The second story I want to share is from 26-year-old Hannah. Now, you may remember her recently being on my program. It was about her being an adult now and doing this whole adulting thing. And I asked her if her dad, Mel, ever made efforts to heal hurts that he caused her. And without hesitating, she said, yes, I have a story from just this past week. Here's the backstory. She and her dad were having a talk about priorities in this season of her life, right? 26 years old. They're different than they were a few years ago. And she felt like there were three things that were of equal value to her where her dad thought there should just be one. So her dad started sharing his opinion, which felt harsh to her. And because they have such a solid and safe relationship, Hannah felt the freedom to say to him, Dad, this feels harsh and like you're totally missing my heart and where I'm coming from. Listen to what her dad said. Go Mel. He said, oh, hon, I am not meaning to sound harsh at all. What made it feel that way? And what do you feel like I'm missing? Did you catch the feeling words? What made it feel that way? And what do you feel like I'm missing? She said, because I asked her, what impact did that have on your heart when your dad said that? She said, we were both able to articulate our thoughts and feelings better because we understood each other. And she went on to say, I think when I feel misunderstood and rebuked from a place of misunderstanding, it's hard. But when my dad took the time to understand and let me articulate things, it was easier for me to move forward in the conversation from this new place. She said, and all of a sudden, my dad was like, oh, yeah, I know. I honestly didn't get the fact that you were overwhelmed. See, he was talking at her and hadn't heard it the other way. But then he said, I honestly don't know what I would do in that situation either. I can understand why you're confused. She said, it was incredible because now my dad was able to track with me and let me vent first before he gave input. And then I had emotional space to hear from him. Isn't that awesome? I can tell that Mel came with humility. Key word. He softened his stance and heard her. Okay, so now to number three. Third suggestion, if you want to be a dad who heals your daughter's hurts and her heart, you've tuned into her physical space, the emotional space between you. The third thing to consider is mental space. Take the time, dads, to draw her out, both her feelings and her thoughts, without her feeling like you're interrogating her or just questioning to gather information. Because this is what Mel did with Hannah, and you saw how it worked, right? Well, I know it's hard to respond with humility when we're in the intensity of the, right, of the conflict, where our midbrain is on fire, our limbic system is singing loud, and our frontal lobe where we think has been flooded. It's really hard in that moment to respond right for any of us. And that's where your daughter is at, too. That's what I want you to remember. She's also being triggered. She's activated and amped up. And sometimes both of you maybe need a timeout. Physical space, take a break, come back, then dial in emotionally. But this idea of mental space, how I'm defining that, as I just said, is that you're taking the time to ask questions that draw her out, both her thinking and her feeling. 
that you're having, quote, a meeting of the minds, I guess you could say, so that she's articulating what it is she's feeling with words. That's going to help her bring, right, her frontal lobe online if she can put words to the emotion. So let me mention something else under this category of mental space. I know it's often easier for you dads to stay in your head space, right, as opposed to going to the heart space, the emotional center. And at least that's what you tell me when I, and when I've observed you over the years is that you prefer the idea of gathering information as opposed to processing through feelings. And many of you have told me that you prefer conversations that aren't emotionally weighted. You'd rather have a rational, logical exchange, right, to process through things. But that doesn't work on Venus. And you know that. You know that. That's why you're listening to this. You're saying, what do I do when I'm stuck and I can't get through the stuck places with my daughter and we are estranged? And I'm saying, okay, just this week I had a dad tell me that when he's honest about what he's feeling with himself, it opens the doorway for conversation, even inside himself, even if he doesn't tell his daughter what he's processing, that if he's honest with himself first, he's then able to approach his daughter with more openness instead of projecting his stuff onto her and having demands or commands or expectations that aren't realistic for her age. Remember, she's a different age than you. She's not going to respond like you would respond. So when it comes to working through heart hurts, this is a key thing to remember. Listen to how 20-year-old Lexi said it when we talked about how her dad seeks to draw her out as a way to better understand her. Here's how she said it. My dad has started putting his heart out on the line for me, and it has meant everything to me. He wasn't always very good at it, but I can tell he's trying. I guess I would say that he's now chasing me with his love and taking the time to get to know me on a personal level by taking the time to hear me. We even finally talk through some of the tough stuff in our relationship. I have come to respect my dad even more than I already did, and as a result, we've grown closer than I ever thought possible. I love that. She's saying we're talking through the tough stuff. That's why I'm calling this one a meeting of the minds, because it's not just emotion that's exchanged. It's words that have come from a deep place in her mind, in her heart. Got that one? Okay, so we've got physical, emotional, mental space are key. And now number four, if you're a dad who wants to actively move to heal your daughter's hurt and consequently heal her heart, right, after you've started with being aware of physical space, emotional space, and mental space, the fourth is spiritual space. And I'm defining that as being willing to push through your potential discomfort and initiate praying with her about the things that are weighing on her. I decided on this one to just focus on this idea of praying together, right? This could mean a lot of different things to you. What does spiritual space mean? But what if you, Dad, said, I am going to grow in my skill set to pray with my daughter? A lot of you men have said, eh, I kind of leave that to mom. I'm not really comfortable with the whole praying out loud thing. I'm like, well, get over it. Get, get used to being uncomfortable as you learn a new skill. Because daughter after daughter has told me when my dad comes in, a lot of them say at night to tuck me in or whatever, maybe puts his hand on my head or sits on my bed and holds my hand and prays with me. It doesn't have to be long, dads. But daughters say it has such an impact on me. So even if you're not comfortable with it, learn how to get comfortable with it. Start with baby steps. Pray one sentence. Then pray too. 
Here's how 15-year-old Maddie described it to me when she was telling me how her dad has been doing this. She said, I know my dad isn't as comfortable with the God stuff like my mom is, but he's started praying with me at night, and I love it. It means so much that he comes in and sits on my bed, holds my hand, and then says a prayer over me before I go to sleep. He just started doing it. And though I kind of could tell, well, that it was awkward for him, she said, it's making a big difference. It makes me feel protected and special. So, Dad, the truth is that God has given you your daughter to facilitate your own personal growth. Do I hear an amen? So as your love for her pushes you out of that comfort zone where you've gotten locked into a safety position and you defer, why not let today be a day that you choose to move into her spiritual space by leading in that way? So as we wrap up, and I told you to have a go step that you decide on, as you've heard this talk today, whether it's kicking it up a notch with being more present in her physical space or kicking it up a notch and being sensitive emotionally to her needs. Number three, is it more that you're saying mental space? Wow, I don't take the time to let her articulate thoughts because I cut her off or shut her down. Well, that's where I'm going to really dial in this week. Or maybe it's her spiritual space that you're saying, okay, I'm going to set a goal that three nights a week, I'm going to go in at some point in her day, one-on-one, and pray over her. I'm going to ask her maybe a need she has, and I'm going to pray for her. So dads, this has been awesome to have this time with you today. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer. We've talked about healing hearts and healing hurts. As always, you can write me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. Go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where I have more resources. I want to put tools in your hands, dads, so that you can be the dad that you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. Go dads.